It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. And I'm going to take... Oh, we're on. I'm sorry. A good day to you. <laughs> what were you... Was that a... I thought you were just, I was still singing that. I had the song in my head. I'm sorry. Old Town Road. I have Old Town Road. Well, our... our lovely production manager Q just came in and we were talking about some Christmas ideas that are still to come on our morning show and we were talking about using Old Town Road as a song and then I had Old Town Road in my head and now I'm just singing it ridiculously I don't sound good singing so I apologize that I did that off the top that's horrible I'm impressed because all you did was go and I knew it Old Town Road that's pretty good I can't I can't get it out of my head. I can't get it out of my head. Anyway. Hi, everybody. What's up? Thank you to you, the loyal listeners who have once again listened to an After 9 podcast. Hopefully, you'll stick around all the way through. Coming up at the end, we will have today's missed connections. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe. Uh, leave us a review. Comments, always good. We do read those. And there's a lot to get to in this After 9 podcast. We'll start with the story from Montreal this weekend that everybody was talking about because it went viral. Alligator. Yeah, what in the holy hell was that? I saw that video just pop up on Twitter, and I didn't read anything. I just looked at the video, and I'm like, hmm, that's odd. There's an alligator crossing a road. And then I looked, and I saw it was in Montreal. And I'm like, what the hell is an alligator doing crossing the road in Montreal? And also, that sounds like a good joke, a good beginning to Why a Why did the alligator mm. cross the road in mm-hmm. Montreal? What happened? So the mayor has now clarified that the alligator has been reunited with its rightful owner. And it was a licensed alligator. That leads to questions for me. How do you get an alligator Mm -hmm. license? Do you go to City Hall to get that? Is there a special desk for alligator licensing? Do you have to bring the alligator somewhere? Or does someone come to your alligator in order to give them the proper licensing? That's a great question. I don't even know. Maybe there's a whole alligator department that we aren't even aware of at City Hall. Like somebody whose only job is to license the alligators That's the shit on LinkedIn that you're always like, wait a minute, an alligator licensor? I don't think so. Right. It's a thing. They say the gator was for educational purposes. So I have to assume it was one of those type companies that will bring an alligator and a snake and all that sort of shit to your house for your kid's birthday party or whatever team-building function you happen to be doing that involves reptiles. They'll come, you can see it, they'll tell you all about it, you can pose for a picture with it or touch it and all that sort of shit. I assume that's what it was. What I didn't know was that alligators have the capability of not only escaping whatever they're transported in in the van... They can actually open the door to the van because this little fucker made a run for it. Haven't you seen Secret Life of Pets? Of course they can fucking do that. But how did the gator get out of the (laughs) van with nobody noticing? I know. If you're the person who's in charge of the gator. It's an alligator. You can't, you can't, it doesn't vanish from your sight. It shouldn't. But if you're the person who's transporting the alligator, presumably to go to a show that you're doing, if your only job is to watch the gator, you'd think you'd watch the fucking alligator. And they didn't do that. The gator, just gone. Just booked it right across the street. And hey, I get it. If you're an alligator in Montreal for the first time, you want to go hog wild like everybody else does their first time in Montreal. Especially when you're 18, right? Like, oh shit, everything's legal. This is great. I can drink here. Where is Rue St. Catherine? Does anybody know? (laughs) Where are the Rippers at? I'll have a poutine, please. Yeah, uh, it's Order me a steamy. I want a hot dog with a steam bun. Do you know how 
bad this could have been, though? Like, yeah. Like, you, like, I think most people are aware. This could have been a completely different story and headline story today as opposed to just like, oh, it's another thing that kind of happened. It's kind of crazy. This alligator could have fucking eaten somebody. Eaten somebody. It was a big alligator. Like, I'm sh- it's probably somewhat d- as domesticated as an alligator could be because, like you said, that's what its job is, maybe, is to be around people a lot. So maybe that alligator didn't give a shit that there's people walking around. But that could have gone completely wrong. If it had eaten somebody, even if it took a chunk out of their leg, most of us are not used to encountering an alligator on our morning walk. No. If you're just out for a stroll on a Sunday afternoon in downtown Montreal and a gator jumps out from the sewer and rips your leg off, you're not ready for that in any way, shape, or form. Nope. If you live in the Everglades, eh, maybe you're a little more vigilant. Montreal, that's not typically a problem they have there. Lots of them. Gators are not typically one of them. Mm -hmm. So there's that. That could have happened. The gator, for all we know, Maybe it wasn't a party type scenario. Maybe it just wanted to find a nice swamp because that's what gators do. I'm pretty sure that in gator school, they didn't learn about the process of freezing. So it might have tried to find a swamp and thought, fuck me, the door's locked. I can't even get in. (laughs) (laughs) Now what do I do? It's true. And the cops in Montreal that had to wrestle the gator up. Okay, well, I mean, I've seen those... Those shows that are, I think they're typically on like A&E, people that like to wrestle alligators and stuff like that. I've seen that. I have every confidence that not one police officer in the entire country was trained how to wrestle an alligator out from underneath a car. No. I just don't understand how this happened. Thankfully, everybody's okay. Uh, We don't still know why the alligator crossed the road. It's one of those things that we'll just never know. Ducks are in the news today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a nice story, sort of. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, I don't know. Go ahead and tell the story. We'll figure it out. Man has a duck. And I know that sounds like the opening line to a joke, too. Man <laughs> These are ha- all true stories, guys. Sorry, man used to have two ducks. One of the ducks died. It's sad. Another animal got at the duck. So now we've got uh, a widowed female duck. And the guy says he noticed signs that the duck was feeling a little lonely. And I don't know. Maybe she was up all night drinking. Maybe she was uh, watching sad movies. Tub of Ben and Jerry's. Could have been that. I mean, maybe she was just out being like a duck slut. Like, what is it you do when you're sad and feeling lonely? Yeah. So he says she exhibited signs of loneliness. So he was going to put out a typical personals ad. He wanted to try and hook a duck up. He didn't think to take a picture of the duck. He instead drew a picture of the duck. Why? Just to, you know, just to keep her identity safe? I guess so. (laughs) Like she doesn't look like every other fucking duck? So, in fact, if you look at this podcast right now, you'll see on the screen, this is the ad that the man posted. Serious inquiries only. He's looking to hook a duck up. For a duck. And you're wondering, who would see that ad and actually respond to it? Well, he put it up at the grocery store. Okay, people put up ads at the grocery store for any number of reasons. Typically, it's more of a buy and sell type thing or, hey, I'm a, Lessons. Re- I'm a realtor in the area. And if you'd like to know what your home is worth, give me a call. It's usually that shit. Mm-hmm. However, this was a duck ad. 
somebody else saw the ad and took a picture and put it on Facebook. Well, now we've instantly grown the audience. Somebody on Facebook saw the ad for a lonely duck and thought, duck me. I have ducks, male ducks. We could try and hook up a duck date. A blind date. Very dangerous. Sure. A lot of things could go wrong. I think the biggest thing that could go wrong is incompatibility or the Absolutely. Other, you're not attracted to the other person. The bonus of being a duck in a blind duck date situation is number one, for the most part, all ducks are fairly attractive. I imagine if you're a duck, you like the way most other ducks look because they all basically look the same. You like the way they waddle. And if it's a, <laughs> a compatibility issue, I don't imagine there's much to worry about there because I think by and large, all ducks are fairly compatible. It's not like, ah, I like that duck, but I hear he's into some weird shit, so I'm going to go on to a different duck. Like, they all basically do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they all, they all do the same thing. It's true. Hey, you shit in the pond? Me too. No shit. Let's shit together. Do you like to put your head under the water and put your butt up in the air for everybody to see? Ah, so do I. That's same great. thing, though. We have a lot in common, clearly. You like to quack? Fuck me. So do I. So I don't think there's a compatibility issue. I don't think there's an attractiveness issue. I think that this is destined to work. So the person with the two male ducks, a farmer, reaches out to original duck guy with the lonely duck and says they're going to have a duck date. They're actually going to meet up. And this is happening this week? This weekend. This is like a Christmas ducking miracle that these two ducks could find each other right before the holidays. Do they duck right on the first date? I think they have to. I mean, well, you know what? Duck it. It's 2019. If you want to duck on the first date, duck and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I just feel bad if they're like one's not into the other one because they're going to go right on ducking anyway. Oh, okay. They can be aggressive in that area. Let's be perfectly honest here. And no, I'm not condoning it, but this is the way nature works. Occasionally, there will be a scenario where one duck wants to duck and the other duck doesn't want to get ducked and they'll get ducked anyway. Yeah. And that is a ducking tragedy. However, this is the way it works in the duck world. You know what? There are millions upon millions upon millions of people that are going to duck this weekend. Why can't the duck duck this weekend? I say duck it. Duck. Duck a duck a goose. (laughs) Who fucking cares? (laughs) Maybe that's how it starts off. Maybe the duck goose is the duck and that leads to a duck. Who knows? And then before you know it, Ducklings everywhere. Ducklings everywhere you turn. That's what happens when ducks duck. New ducks. Mm -hmm. So I think this is great. This lonely ducking duck is going (laughs) to get to duck this weekend. And hey, who doesn't want to get ducked right before the holidays? <laughs> we did. We talked about this a bit on the radio earlier, and you were so afraid to say any of this. Like, <laughs> you were so afraid you were going to say fuck, weren't you? Like, I've At- never seen you so scared to talk in your life. Like, I can't, I can't, we can't talk about this. Okay. Because my mind works in a different way, and sometimes I can't control the words that come out. And if I were to go on the air and, and talk about a duck ducking another duck, oh, fuck a duck. Fuck. Then I'm in real shit. You know what? There's certain words you can't say on the radio, and duck is one of them. Yeah, absolutely is, Scott. Just keep saying duck. I kind of feel like autocorrect has fixed this entire audio conversation. It's true. Audio. <laughs> I never mean duck. Duck! I wanted to say duck! Fuck! It did it again! I hate this ducking phone. <laughs> ducking autocorrect. Duck you, Apple. <laughs> duck you. <laughs> 
great. There are certain office places that uh, do not allow you to be on your phone. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what those offices would be because I would think that in 2019, everybody can use their phone. However, there's certain ones that just have this hard ducking policy that you can't. So you have to stay off. But people will try and get around that by going to the bathroom. This sign is going viral now because it got posted on Reddit. An employee snapped a picture of it. It was posted outside their company bathroom. And it says, in the bathroom for more than 10 minutes, a smell check will be performed. No smell, you will be reported. How can you not even be on your phone if you go to the bathroom? Because essentially that's a... I guess it's not considered a break. No. But that's still... That's so messed up, man. That's so messed up. I want them to out the employer if this is legit. Because part of me doesn't even believe it's legit. It's possible this is a prank. It's possible this is a prank. Someone put it up as a joke. I could see someone at our office, probably Chad, posting something like that outside the bathroom as a joke, right? And someone just took a picture of it and the picture went viral and people assume. Because like you said, it is 2019, almost 2020 now. And everybody uses their phone all the time and for work purposes. If I'm on my phone, I'm actually mostly doing stuff for work or looking things up for work. And I think it's like that for a lot of people, not everybody. So I can't imagine that they would go so hardcore to the point where they would have someone come in and smell if you took a shit to make sure you were actually taking a shit and not on your phone. Have you ever had a shit, though, where you thought, okay, that you- actually doesn't smell that bad? I can barely even, did I even shit? Because it doesn't stink. So how are you going to prove it? You just don't flush. You're like, you know what? Come in here. I just want to show you. (laughs) You use your phone and take a picture of the turd. (laughs) Timestamp it. Record your location. Show it to your boss. What about all those times? What about all those times where it felt like I had to shit? I sat down to shit. No shit came out. But you legitimately thought, I'm going to shit my pants if I don't get to the bathroom right now. (laughs) For 10 minutes. Did that happen to you? I tried to push that fucker out and it just wouldn't come. It's still in there. Eventually it will drop. This is why this has got to be horseshit, pun intended. This has got to be a big load of shit. I don't believe it. I think the story's a big load of shit. There's no freaking way that this employer is able to get away with this. And I think there's some, like, you can't do that. There's no way, unless they're working at a fucking Area 51, you can't be, or Justin Bieber's fucking birthday party. Those are the only places you'd assume you're not allowed to touch a phone. No phones. Otherwise, there's emergencies. People have kids. They need to get in touch with their children. There's no way that an employer would actually let this happen. What qualifications do you need to possess to be the person who inspects the bathroom to see if it stinks? (laughs) Like, do you need to have, like, some well-trained nose? Yep. And does that fall under the HR, or does that, like, is it the receptionist that has to stroll in after you and see if you took a shit? I'd like to know this. <laughs> These seem like good questions not, to me. It's not a thing. It's not a camp. The more we talk about it, the less likely of a scenario this could possibly be a thing. It's not a thing. I'm a shit inspector. I don't know about you. So let's say you get called into HR. You're sitting in the the human resources office, and she says, well, as you know, or he, we have a policy here that there's to be no phones at work. And, and while we do trust you to go to the bathroom, we trust that you're also going to respect the policy and not be on your phone in there. And we did send somebody in after you were gone for more than 10 minutes, and it didn't smell. So could you please explain yourself? I'd be like, sorry, I was on my phone. I didn't hear you. What would you say? <laughs> 
There's is, no way. There's not a chance in hell. The only way you're getting away with it is by either shitting or you got to have a really smelly fart ass. Like an ass that just pumps out farts that smell like shit. That's the only way you're going to get away with it in this scenario. You could bring a stink bomb in or something. You got You could figure something out. Yeah. Is there the fart blaster? We were just talking about these stupid toys that are available at Christmas. There's like a fart blaster 5000 or some shit. Yeah. It's an honest-to-goodness thing. It comes with 100 cartridges. Remember the time when we talked about it and said, who could possibly need that? Those fucking people need yeah. that. Oh, you want smell? Watch this. <laughs> I would do it in the boss's office is what I do. <laughs> Fuck you. I quit. While we're talking about phones, this came up because over the holidays, many of us are going to relax and try and disconnect from work. But not everybody can do that. Do you check your work email on your own company time, on your own personal time? I mean, I personally do. Yes. One in three check their work email every day when they're not at the office. Mm -hmm. One in three. About 16% will do it once a week. Less than once a week, 14%. 12% say they never reply to work Mm -hmm. emails when they are Mm -hmm. off the clock. How do you get away with that in 2019? I know people who do it. I know people. And you know some of these people too, that will, like, they're done. When they, it's five, let's say they're a nine to fiver, okay? Because that's not everybody's schedule. But let's say you're a nine to fiver. I know people that if you email them at 502 about something, you're not getting a reply until 902 the next morning. Okay, but in this day and age, I know we don't get paid for the time we're not at work, but there's almost a general expectation that even though you're nine to five or you're 10 to six or whatever, you're kind of always on the clock. You need to reply to an email when it comes in. Right. How do you get away with not? And the boss really can't do anything about it. No, which, they can't. Which kind of makes me reevaluate, well, if they can't do anything about it, why do they, I bother? Yeah, they I mean, cannot. in my case, I care. And I would like to have less things to do when I get in the next morning. And I think it is that way. It's that pe- people, some people just don't care. Or they feel like they give so much of themselves during their work hours. They go above and beyond in that way. That when they're off the clock, they're off the clock and they're off the grid. Don't try to get a hold of them. No, 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 unless it's an emergency. But I feel like it's part of a lot of people's jobs to kind of keep paying attention. I don't know. For us, it's so unique and different because we are in, we are off hours, right? We are, we do a morning show, right? Right on the radio. For those that don't know, 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener. Our show's done at 930-ish. Business happens after 9 a.m. So I'm constantly checking because I know people in the office are going to need to get a hold of me about a client situation or something that's going on, an event that we're at, the show itself. So I personally check those. It's not for everybody, though. Some people are done. I know some people who are, I don't get, I don't know how managers get away with it because I know some people who are actually management that will not check. If their employer decides to email in sick, which some people will do, they won't know that until the following morning. Wow. They just don't have it on their phone. Nothing. That's crazy to mm-hmm. me. But like I said, I, I, I care about my job and I really enjoy my job. And I like to clear those things out before sure. I go to bed. And then it's minimal things that I have to do when I first get in in the morning. I agree with you. It, it's like taking vacation. It's like when you take vacation, sometimes you need vacation from the vacation. Because by the time you get back to work and you're checking the emails and you're checking everything else you have to check, it's way more work to do that. So you can say to your boss... I don't want emails after hours, so I'm going to disable my work email on my personal phone unless you want to pay for my phone. There's lots of people who have done things like that. Let's say hypothetically because, all right, you don't check your email, but the boss really wants to get a hold of you. Is it offside for the boss to text you? I don't think so, but I've always had a texting relationship with my bosses. What if they DM you? 
Hey, trying to get a hold of you. Well, I need to know where this file is. I'm okay with that if it's that important. Really? Yes. Okay. I think as much as I'm all about replying to the emails uh, when I'm available, even though it's off hours, I don't know if I want the DM from the boss. That seems a little personal to me. It is. I mean, it is personal. It, it, they would have to be a real emergency, though. You'd be able to tell. Like, it would have to be a, I had no other choice but to try to find you because I need to find this file. Or I need to ask you a question about this particular person, and you're the only one that knows the answer. And it should come with a big, fat apology. It shouldn't just be a, yeah, give me this. Where is this? Where can I find this? Like, I'm on vacation. So you can fuck right off. <laughs> and put that right in your signature so you can fuck right <laughs> off. Cat Callahan, 91.5 The Beat, The Beat Breakfast. <laughs> to 9.30, Monday to Friday. (laughs) Um, Before we go, how about a great big fuck you to the Hallmark Channel? I don't understand what they were thinking when they bowed to pressure from, what was it, A Million Moms is the name of the group? Yeah, One Million Moms, which is part of the American Family Association or some bullshit like that. They sound like a real treat. I really wanted to go off on on them, but I, I held back a little bit this morning, and I just hate groups like this that try to push other people, and in this case, it worked. Hallmark fucking let them win. They they put out a petition, I guess. I think it was, I'm assuming it was a petition. Right. That demanded they take off this particular commercial. It was of a same-sex couple, women getting married. They kiss at the end of it at an altar, like any other wedding. And they had a problem with it, of course. Um, hard we don't po- want lesbians ac- e- corrupting our children on television. My kids watch this channel, right? If you don't want any families to watch anymore, fine. They got nervous. They pulled the commercial back. Well, that's their target demo on Hallmark Channel is families and so, probably moms. So that's what they're, I'm assuming that was the reason why they did what they did initially was pull it. That was a big mistake, my opinion. You should have just let it go. Say, too bad, so sad. Find another Christmas movie channel. And stick with whatever it was that you were putting on the air. Because now you've got celebrities hating on you. They backtracked. They're going to put the ad back in on their channel. And now they're working with Glad, they said. They're trying to come up with some kind of a partnership to be more LGBTQ friendly, I suppose. I love Glad's quote. They said, while we don't forget, we do forgive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Left it at that. All right. Yeah. Listen, It's 15 days away from 2020. This has been the law of the land for, is it 15 years now? 20 years now? Yeah, long time. I do not understand how you can get so upset about what's going on in someone else's life. Totally agree with you. I just don't understand how in almost 2020, you can see a same-sex couple on TV and get so outraged and hide it under the guise of your kids, our kids might see this. You're corrupting our, you're not fucking corrupting anything. This is just the way it is. And you could have seen that walking down the street. Stop this cancel culture shit. And you know what? If someone loves someone else, I'm happy they're in love. I wish I had that love. That's fucking great. <laughs> that is fucking great. I'm happy for you. And the, we don't need to take that off of television. Totally. And the fucking haters, those people who just live to hate. It seems like it took this stupid group, one million moms, so much work to try to just to try to do this, to degrade whoever it is in the moment, because you know there's like 15 petitions going. They're trying to shut down everything that offends them. 
Which, by the way, I guarantee you check some of their fucking Google search history, their porn history. Yep. I guarantee you there's a real reason behind the reason why they're so upset. Yep. You know half those people are closeted or something else. Just my own personal opinion on that. Uh-huh. However, the, if you really do hate what you fucking see, you and I've said this before about different things, whether it's uh, you walk into a restaurant, you don't like the way that they serve you the, your food. You don't like the way that they air commercials on a certain network or a song that plays on a station. You've got a fucking million options in the world. Don't watch that channel, okay? And be done with it. Why do you have to release so much hate? It drives me crazy when I see that shit. And you're right. It's a cancel culture thing. One of the things that really bothers me about this is it's one step forward, two steps back sometimes. And every time it feels like we've made a little bit of progress where we've just made it a normal thing. That that it's okay to love who you love. Something like this comes out and they cancel the commercials and there's this big fucking uproar and there's people who are legitimately scared and and don't know if they can go public or come out and they're not being themselves. And it frustrates the shit out of me Mm -hmm. that a story like this breaks and they think, oh, no, it's not time. People aren't ready for it. I don't want to be the person who creates the controversy or starts the drama. Uh, It bugs me that a same-sex couple can't go to a movie and do what most other couples do when they go to a movie, kiss before, kiss after, or whatever it is. Hold hands. Hold hands, even. Share a popcorn. Yeah, a girlfriend of mine says she'll still get that now. She's married now to her wife for years. They have two kids, and she said she'll still get... At least one person saying something, not just the dirty looks, still get someone saying something if they attempt to hold hands in public. I don't understand that. Like I said, it's 2020. We got to move on to real important issues. If nobody's fucking noticed, New York City is going to be in the Atlantic Ocean in a couple of years. Thank you. There's other fish to fucking fry, people. Miami is going to drift off down and crash into Cuba at some point soon because we've got global warming as just one of the many things that if you want to get passionate about something, get passionate about that. Stop fucking harping on who loves who and who kissed who and all that shit. Get over it. Change the channel if you don't like it. Exactly. I know. Thank you. I know. All right. Uh, We'll do the replay of Missed Connections, and we will have more podcasts coming out before Christmas. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, and hey, have a great Monday, and you love whoever you want to love. You love whoever you want to love. And if you want to love them a couple of times. Fuck you, one million moms. Love them. Go fuck yourselves. And if you're a duck listening to this podcast that feels empowered to go out and duck now. (laughs) You can, and guess what? Guess what? If that duck doesn't want to duck a male, it can duck a fucking female duck. Duck a duck whoever you want to duck. Thank you. Fuck. All wound up. (laughs) That's great. I got to go do Christmas shopping. Okay, here's your Missed Connections replay. Have a good one. Enjoy. Duckers. Mother duckers. Piano sounding good. Piano sounds great. Did you practice this weekend? Uh, No, actually, I didn't have time this weekend. Really? They did come in and tune it. Oh, that's why. It sounds great. Thank you. We're going to tell you the stories of people looking for other people, and they can't find them. They just put an ad out, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. This one's called To My Neighbor, Man for Woman. You're my neighbor. We've had very small run-ins while coming and going from our apartments. I know you went through some major drama a few weeks back. It was with an ex. I am so glad you kicked his dumb, ugly ass out. I think you're sexy. 
Here's the thing. We both have some odd jobs and we're home during the day at the same time. I often wonder what you're doing in there when you're home. Want to know now? Do you want to hang out sometime? See where things go? I don't know if you have a new man. I'm not bothered if you do. I have a girl. We can just keep it to daytime shenanigans and let that be that. If you're up for it, just hit me up or come on by. Just put it right out there. Uh, Let's do some daytime stuff because we both have weird jobs. Hours are a little messed up and I'd like to hook up during the day. Oh, dude. Um, so I wonder how often can, that happens, too. Oh, I'll bet that if you can find the right person, a like-minded individual with similar hours, it's just non-stop. Like bunnies. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's working right now. We don't work right now. So, I don't know what you it think. It must mean we have to have sex. I mean, that's the only possible thing. It's basically the law. I think the liberals ran on that in the last election. You don't happen to work at this chunk of the afternoon, and neither do I. I think that means we have to have sex. I think it is a law. So let me get this straight. You are home during the day, and you don't like the viewer Judge Judy. Okay, well, there's nothing else to do. (laughs) We need to hook it up. To be fair, daytime TV does blow. (laughs) I totally agree there. Let's get together and pretend there's something on. Do I bother looking outside of my neighborhood or my apartment? No. No. Because, I mean, you're here and I'm here. You could just tiptoe back to your place. I could tiptoe back to mine. It's lazy. You finally got rid of that ex. Okay, (laughs) we're good. Now I've got a girlfriend. Yeah. It's lazy. But see, the problem is she does work during the day and I don't. And you know something's gonna. This is this is where the cheating gets caught. Is she's gonna show up to surprise him with something to eat or something one day? Show up at his apartment. Boom! He's doing the neighbor. There's the tramp from next door coming over again. <laughs> it's a real life Goldilocks. Somebody's been sleeping in my bed. That's where these things go wrong. Yeah, it's not a good idea. But anyway, neighbor's looking for someone. Why doesn't he just go to his neighbor? Why Why is he posting an ad? Just say something. (laughs) It's probably awkward, though, because how do you say it? Especially if they know you have a girlfriend or something, right? Cheating's not for everybody, I know. What? She could be totally not even turned off, but, like, completely avoid that person or tell the girl that he's with. Very true. Sorry, are you suggesting that you can be in a relationship and not have sex with the neighbors? I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, This is called The Passport Lady. It's a man for an inebriated woman. I knew right away something was up with you when you walked into the passport photo place with a tiara on your head. Oh, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to wear those in your photo. (laughs) We both stopped in at the Shoppers Drug Mart at the same time. You paired your tiara with a bright pink parka. You were quite miffed. The woman informed you you could not keep your tiara on during the photo. But I'm a princess! You took it off and proceeded to smile and got miffed again when she told you you must stop smiling. 
You called the government a bunch of fallen Nikki's. I still don't know what that means. But I appreciated you in that moment, beating to your own drum. I noticed the smell of liquor on your breath. And when I asked if you were planning to go on a trip, you said, indeed, you were going to Narnia. Oh, but you do need a passport. It's cross-border. You're a beautiful soul. Just want to say, keep being you. It never once occurred to me that the lineup at the passport office might be more bearable if I was loaded. (laughs) Never once crossed my mind. They should have an open bar there. I would be waiting a lot longer. (laughs) Nope. I'd be like, nope, my number's up. Who wants to go? I'm good. You go. I'm on my fourth glass of Cab Sav. I'm fine. You go. I'll go next. You know what? I don't even need this passport today. I'll just chill here. Wait. I'm good. No problem. Is there cheese? (laughs) Um, It would make everything better, waiting in line. I am not as familiar with Narnia as others who have seen the movies or read the books. Are you expected to wear a tiara when you go to Narnia? When you're a princess, you do whatever the hell you want to do. Right. Okay, it makes sense. My guess is she thinks she's the princess for sure. Well, I mean, Kat, when's the last time you knew you had to take photos and didn't get yourself all done up for it's them? It's true. You put it's on true. your best jewelry and your best pink parka and She boom. happened to have the tiara handy. You have yourself a couple of drinks and mosey on down to the passport office. I need this express because the train to Narnia is leaving. Take my photo. Mm. Take it. <laughs> I'm going to look good, right? I look good. Okay, take it. Take a couple. Beat traffic. <laughs> can, a I, pose? can I have seven copies of it? Let me turn around and look over my shoulder wait, for this one. Wait, can he come in the photo with me? No? This is stupid. I hate the government. It's so dumb. <laughs> I hate it. That's why I'm getting out. I'm moving to Narnia.